Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I truly hope you enjoy this episode. And before we get into the episode, here's a brief word from our sponsor, Anchor. How's it going, guys? It's your boy, Mike Pence, back at it with another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. I have returned from Portugal. I got back from Portugal yesterday. It was a fun time. I have quite a bit to talk about when it comes to that, and and, uh, let's see, two or three stories besides that. Oh, literally two things to talk about, two real-world things to talk about besides besides Portugal, but getting into Portugal, it was fun. It was a fun trip. I got a little sun-kissed. I don't want to say sunburnt, but I was a little sun-kissed. I was peeling a tiny bit today. Uh, I don't wear sunscreen. I, I never wear sunscreen. When I was a kid, I, my mom would like make me wear sunscreen every time we went out. But I never wore sunscreen. I never really got sunburnt in the past. I've been sunburnt once in my life, and it was like a real sunburn. And that's because I was out swimming in the ocean for like eight hours one day. And that's probably the only reason why I got sunburnt. I was out for there for a long time. And then, of course, while we were in Portugal, we, me and my wife had an Airbnb that was, uh, it was in Lagos, so the Algarve region beautiful beaches we we did a bunch of stuff I'll get into later but we were right by the beach and you know we rented a rental car but really only used it to get from the Faro airport and we drove about an hour to Lagos because Lagos first of all Faro's ghetto as heck the place sucked driving around there sucked uh, there's no freaking like lines in the road the lines are faded there's no lights on the highway so you can't see shit it's a bit crazy but anyway it's the only real thing we used the car for. Besides that, we walked around everywhere. There's restaurants all over the village. Uh, we didn't actually stay in Lagos. We kind of stayed almost to Lagos. It was an area called Carvoero, and we were right by the beach. It was two or three minute walk to the beach. There was ice cream places everywhere, liquor markets, restaurants, stores, everything you could think of and that you would need on vacation. Luckily, our Airbnb had air conditioning because man, it is hot it is it was so hot there uh it was in the 90s definitely felt like it was up in the upper 90s we walked everywhere you know i i have this uh on my left arm just underneath where my my half sleeve finishes there's i have this big tan line a watch tan line and i almost got that tan line fixed and corrected but i a tiny tiny shade left if you look really close but we walked everywhere got some good workouts i always feel like you know walking places is my way of burning off what I ate before, like prior to the, like maybe the, the day prior. And also it's my way of earning like my meal. Because when me and my wife go out to eat, when we go to places, we don't just get one thing. We get, we get like four starters. We get a bottle of wine. We get, you know, multiple drinks, multiple dishes. It's, it's, we go all out because, you know, you only live once and that's kind of the point of a vacation. But yeah, so we had a we had a beach uh, by our Airbnb. We spent an afternoon there swimming. It was super fun. The water was clear, a bit rocky. <laughs> when you when you get out of the water, it hurt to walk. And then in the sand, it was really hot. But we got some towels and we we laid there for a little bit. My wife wanted to to tan in the sun, and that's I think when I got sunburnt, so or sun kissed, I want to say. So, but I mean, I came out a little tanner. Food was great. Except for we did go to an Italian place that had trash food. 
Uh, they, they claimed to have carbonara, but it was not carbonara. It was not made with guanciale. It was made with fucking bacon. Uh, the no- noodles were chewy. It was a uh, really fancy, nice place. The sinks were kind of weird. They were shaped like, I don't know, like flat. I don't, I don't even know how to explain the sinks. It was weird. Uh, really, really fancy, expensive Italian restaurant ended up being garbage. But besides that, you know, the seafood was great. I got seafood like everywhere I went. We had this like smoked salmon toast thing with it. Uh, I mean, at the first restaurant we went to, I had fried squid. I had, I had some like white cod fish that was really good. My wife even ate some seafood and she's not a big fan of seafood, but overall it was a fun trip. And like I've said in the past, this is how I judge all places that I go to that I visit in Europe on the bottom. So like a zero for the, for my scale, for the country on the bottom, uh, a zero equivalent is I want to leave this country yesterday, or I want to leave this place yesterday. There hasn't been a country that I hated in Europe yet. Sorry, I got to shift in my chair because it's a bit sweaty. Um, there's not a country that I've hated in Europe. I love, loved every country that I've been to. There are cities that I've been to that I was like, ah, I don't want to ever come back here unless it's in handcuffs. And even then I'd rather be thrown in the ocean or something, or not in the ocean, but like in a lake or something. Cause I'm, I don't like deep, dark ocean scary anyway. And then on the 10 as a 10, like place that I like place that I love my version of a 10 is I want to live here and I'm going to actively start looking up how I can live here, possibly retire here. So Portugal is in the middle, about a five. Portugal ranks around the same as Greece. Greece, I might put at a six or a seven, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't live in Portugal. I could see myself maybe having a vacation home there or whatever. I couldn't see myself living in Portugal mainly because I'm not like a giant fan of the beach. I love the beach. It's fun, but I don't need to live by the beach. I don't get cravings to go to the beach the way that I do with lakes and mountains. I get, I get, you know, I feel like I have the mountains calling to me every other week. Switzerland, Ireland, Colorado, Washington, Germany, Austria, France, all these places with mountains. And I'm talking green mountains. I'm talking about mountains with trees, not the bullshit sand mounds that you see in like Spain and Portugal and in California and stuff. California has some nice mountains also. They have Big Bear. They have the, uh, uh, they have a lot of good mountains in California, but I'm just saying like Southern California, they have some bullshit brown mounds that I don't consider mountains. Uh, Croatia is the same way. Croatia has some ugly mountains. Anyways, I couldn't see myself living there. I'm not one of those psychos that constantly needs to have the beach and round year sun. I don't like, I love the sun, but I don't need the sun 350 days a year. I like to have all four seasons because I've used I've said this many times before. Having the seasons helps you appreciate each one. If it's sunny 350 days a year, you don't appreciate the sun. It's just something that, that you take for granted. When it rains for a week and then the sun comes out, you feel happy. Your body feels happy. You get sun, you get sunny, um, vitamin D. I mean, I kept saying sunny D. What the hell? It's late. It's almost midnight. I'm working late shift and I'm finally getting back into making TikToks because I've realized how valuable TikToks are. Speaking of TikTok, am I considered a war criminal if I participate in the PSYOP that is TikTok? Uh, Maybe I'll do that. uh, Maybe I'll do a poll, a Spotify poll at the end of this podcast. Anyways, yeah, I loved Portugal. I'm sure this is the stupidest fucking thing to say. Sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm not. I loved Portugal. I love Portugal. 
the the people that were really nice. Of course, in touristy areas, you know, you can get a sense, you know, like I said, I, I'm good at understanding people. You can tell when someone's just being nice for the sake of, you know, we're in a tourist area, I want a big tip because these are Americans. That's how they were at the Italian restaurant. Everywhere else, they were genuinely nice. There were a couple waiters that like stopped by and talked to us. Uh, one of them was was uh, speaking Spanish or expected my wife to be able to speak Spanish because she looks kind of, she looks, she definitely looks like a Latina and she looks Italian. So what was that? What am I saying? Yeah. So I'm not, I don't want to sound like a, like I'm complaining and it sounds like a trivial, stupid thing. People who are listening to this podcast that have only dreamed of traveling. I'm just saying, you know, I personally would never live by, uh, by the beach permanently. It's just not something that I like. If the beach is one of those things. It's like dessert. You want to have it every once in a while. You don't, it's like the, the beach is like the epitome of a vacation. You, if you have a vacation every day, it's not a vacation. So I'm I'm not one of those people that constantly needs to pretend like the like life is always sunshine and rainbows cuz it's not. But anyway, Portugal was great, food was great. Our Airbnb host it gave us a welcoming gift of a uh uh pastry called a it was called a, a pastel de nata, which was really good. It's like this it's just like this round little pastry you could fit in the palm of your hand. Uh it's got a little it's kind of little like browned on the outside and inside is custard oh man it's so good me and my wife got it at another restaurant and it was really fun portuguese is the first place i've been to where they speak portuguese have never been to brazil and yeah it is very similar to spanish sounds a lot like spanish uh yeah there were there it was fun and uh, let me think hello is hola just like in spanish uh goodbye is adios just like in spanish Please is por favor, just like in Spanish. And then the only real like main basic words that was different was thank you. Thank you is obrigada or obrigado. I couldn't figure out if it was feminine or masculine. I heard both versions, but it was a fun time. You know, Portuguese people look a lot like Spanish people. They're very similar. Uh, you know, I'm not being insulting or anything, but they, they look similar. They're very similar. They're very close to each other. They have a lot of the same foods. You know, the the most common car that I saw there, even our rental car was one, was called a Seat Ibiza, which is a Spanish car, I believe. So, yeah, fun time, fun time. I could definitely see myself going back, but I would like to go to Lisbon, Lisbon or Porto. Those places were a little too expensive for the plane ticket, so we'll go another time. And also there's the Azores that I really want to go to. So, yeah, fun time, and anybody who can go to Portugal, I recommend it. It's a it's a fun fun place. So, oh, you know, I'm not done talking about Portugal. I'm kind kind of am. I'll segue into the next part. How Portugal compares to the rest of Europe? It's a nice place. It has really nice areas, especially in the touristy areas, but it, it is a little ghetto. It's a little ghetto. It's a little. De- uh, it's in its. It seems like it's in its some developmental stages. Good things that I've seen. One of the great things about the EU is that there's a lot of money in the EU. And there are a lot of places. I saw it in Santorini. I've seen it in uh, Croatia. And I've seen it in Portugal. There are a lot of places that are actively going through like renovations and uh, reconstruction. And just improving the... Arch- uh, the not the architecture. Improving the... the fuck, The word is on the tip of my tongue. 
improving the infrastructure of cities. And I saw a sign that was saying it was like project whatever, whatever, and it was going to uh, start this year in the, you know, towards the end of summer or whatever. So I'm not trashing it. It's just living in Germany has caused me and my wife to be spoiled. Germany is very clean. I'm not trash talking homeless people, but you don't see homeless people in Germany either because they're all, they're not in the area that I live or they're put in places or they're taken care of, or they're just not as many homeless people, which I think is the case for Germany. There's not a lot of homeless people in Germany, at least not where I live. I know in like major cities like Frankfurt and Berlin, of course, you're going to see homeless people, but I've seen one home, one group of homeless people. It was two homeless people uh, where I live in, in Stuttgart. I saw they were sitting under a church and there were police talking to them. So who knows what happened to him? They probably shot him and put him in a blender and then made kebab out of him. I'm not sure. But yeah, you know, the roads are much better in Germany. Everything is just, it's just, Germany is just a great spot. The only uh, con, main con for Germany is that it's really expensive to live in. Me and my wife have been dreaming of living in Italy for a long time. There was a time that I was applying for jobs in Spain. Man, the 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 property costs... I, I've seen houses for cheaper or the same amount of rent that me and my wife pay for our apartment here in Germany. We could get a house with a pool and like a three-car, two or three-car garage in Italy. It's insane. So, yeah, it just helped me. It just helped me appreciate living in Germany. That's That's really the truth, but... Yeah, anyway, moving on. The wine was great too. That's the last thing I'm going to say. The wine was great. Me and my wife had a, a really good bottle of red wine. I, I, I usually take pictures of wines that we get, but it was really good. My wife, to be honest, drank most of it and she really liked it. Um, and you know, it was a medium dry red wine. So I think I'm getting my wife to open up her taste for wine. Um, just away from one kind, which is sweet. <laughs> All right, moving on to... The first of two topics that I have to talk about, I have that President Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. So the president of the United States, Joe Biden, asterisk president, has tested positive for COVID-19 after being double vaccinated and I believe double boosted. He might have been, yeah, he was definitely double boosted. I remember they, they televised him getting his boosters. So first, I'm glad that he didn't die. Apparently, he got over his symptoms really quickly, just like, so I have a coworker who got COVID, and they're already returning to work tomorrow. They got COVID last week. They're already returning to work tomorrow. It was like cold-like symptoms. Cold-like symptoms was the main thing. So you don't feel great, but you don't feel that bad. You're not dying. I keep hearing, I keep reading articles, and I keep hearing from people who are cowards and that are afraid. Like, these aren't people that are that are uh, prone to dying or having a serious case and getting certain... Uh, these are people that are my age, that are skinny, lanky, that, that don't have any comorbidities as far as I know that are like, oh, it's getting bad. Oh. It's not getting bad. It's not getting bad. I know one person personally who has gotten it that didn't die from it. I had it, pers I had it recently. People have been talking about the new variant and how it's so horrible and you see fucking places, you see New York is reinstating its mask mandates, you see California is reinstating, it's fucking bullshit, tired of that shit, it's not dangerous, it's not that dangerous, it's definitely not more dangerous than the previous variant, it's not more dangerous than, than Omicron, it's not more dangerous than Lambda, than uh, Alpha, it's, it's bullshit, and you know, we saw this senile, 
dementia-riddled old man survive from COVID? Granted, yes, he's vaccinated, so that probably helped. But also, the president of the United States is never going to die of COVID. I hope you guys under I hope people understand this. The president will never die of COVID. The, the country would never let that happen. Administration, the powers that be that would never let that happen. They the president of the United States has access to the greatest, and I mean the greatest and best medical treatments in the entire world. The president's not going to die of any of that shit. The only thing that they would die of is like cancer or something like that. Something that's, you know, wasn't spotted until late, which is not going to happen with the president. They're probably getting checked up every day. Biden, when he goes in for his, his, uh, whatever injections of, of cocaine that they give him so, so he can be energized and so he can focus on a teleprompter every day, they're probably checking for lumps and stuff, especially in his old age. If he wasn't president, he probably still would be getting checked up because that's how old he is. Anyway, the president, it's kind of ironic that the president himself who wears masks everywhere, still wears masks outside, wears masks outside by himself. It's ironic that the president that on live television promised to the American people couldn't get COVID if he get vaccinated, got it. That just goes to show you cannot stop it. So the president himself should come out and apologize and say, I recommend you get the vaccine and I suggest it, but I will not pass a single bill that restricts your choice to get vaccinated or have to wear a mask. There's a reason why no politicians have been speaking out and encouraging people and uh, to get vaccinated and to get boosted, encouraging people to wear masks and encouraging people to... Yeah, or, or in, there, uh, there's also a reason why politicians are not... For the same reason that politicians are also not introducing vaccine and mask mandates openly like you know cities are doing it as a whole but no mainstream politician especially someone that's running for you know running for office right now is in is trying to introduce mask and vaccine mandates and trying to uh, promote getting boosted and vaccinated and ordering people to do it you want to know why because the one of the number one cultural culturally political hot button topics right now is abortion and pro and being pro-choice and having the right to your own to control having control over your own body so it would look really bad and hypocritical if those who are pro-abortion and pro-choice when it comes to abortion if they were to come out and tell you go get vaccinated or you're going to lose your job let's introduce these mandates where if you get if you don't get vaccinated you'll lose your job especially if you work for the government that would be very hypocritical so just know that that's on purpose you know that there are a lot of psycho power hungry politicians out there that would love to introduce another vaccine mandate they would love to introduce another mask mandate and they would love to start ordering people and shaming people into getting boosted or else they're going to kill grandma and grandpa at thanksgiving or whatever kind of on a side topic i saw this really funny um, I was actually pitching my book to some retard agent and they didn't have any submission guidelines. So I went to their Twitter account cause it was like the only social media that they had. And one of the things that they retweeted, it was like back in, uh, Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving of 2020, they were like, Oh, 
telling your kids that we can't get together with family members for Thanksgiving for risk of giving them COVID is a good lesson to let people know not to give diseases to to guests. Like it's a good historical... They were trying to be witty and they were trying to be smart, saying like the colonizers that came to America that wiped out 80% of uh, Native American population because of due to, due to diseases, they did it on purpose. <laughs> like this lady, this person was trying to be clever. They're trying to go viral on Twitter because they have nothing going on in their lives. They were insinuating that the colonizers came and they killed them on purpose. Like they brought them the flu on purpose and started like they shit in each other's mouths so they could give everybody COVID. Uh, they could give everybody the flu and uh, dysentery and all that shit. It was retarded. Anyway, stop pushing for boosters. Uh, you can suggest them all you want. Like I said, here in Europe, everywhere except for Germany and like the Netherlands, uh, at least that I know of and that I've been to, and Italy, of course. All they have is signs that recommend that you socially distance. They recommend that you get vaccinated. They recommend that you wear a mask. That's as far as it should go. Nobody should be passing mandates. Nobody should be passing laws. Nobody should be restricting anybody's freedoms. Point blank period. Because I've stated this before. Look at the president. You think his fucking... You think the Secret Service is not wearing masks and washing their hands every five seconds? You think... Look at it yourself. Biden is wearing a mask outside. When he's walking to a plane, he's walking up the stairs to a plane with a mask on. In the summer. During a time when no one is dying of COVID. Yes, cases are up. Yes, Japan had the single day record for the most COVID cases in a single day. It was almost 200,000 new COVID cases in one day. And they're the most masked and most vaccinated, I think. I think they're the most masked and one of the highest populations for being vaccinated and boosted. That That's something that you can look up. But I'm I, I saw that figure today. They had the record for most cases in a single day. You cannot stop the spread of this virus. Wash your hands. You should have been doing it before. Don't breathe in people's, don't breathe in other people's fucking sneezes and coughs. You shouldn't have been doing that before. Don't touch your face. You shouldn't have been doing it before. Wash your hands when you get off public transportation. You should have been doing it before. My mom hated when I would rub up and touch things unnecessarily on trains. And I'm glad that she instilled that in me because it's gross. But also... Don't clean yourself every five seconds because you're going to eliminate the good germs that help arm your immune system. Anyway, glad the president didn't die. I don't want the president to die. I would never wish that on, on a president, uh, no matter how, you know, how much I dislike their policy. I'm glad to see that he's gotten better. Uh, it's not going to affect his ability to president <laughs> because he is not the person that is making all the decisions. Anyways... Yeah, fuck off with the vax mandates. Fuck off with the mask mandates. COVID's done. Nobody cares about that shit anymore. And if you bring that shit back, just know that there will be one more protester in the streets. And that's going to be me. Moving on to the second to last thing I wanted to talk about. So Nancy Pelosi. Um. Oh, no. So there's a former GOP congressman. Fuck, you know what? I gotta pull this up. I gotta pull up this. I'm not gonna just say their name. Or not not say their name. Let's see. Former, Congr- former congressman, GOP insider trader. Alright, so 
Uh, former GOP representative Stephen Stephen Byer was charged with insider trading. So we have a former politician that was charged with insider trading. Apparently, he netted $330,000 from, let's see, wow, really? He, he netted $330,000 by buying T-Mobile, so he bought, let's see, okay, right before T-Mobile ended up um acquiring sprint at a golf outing um yeah steven buyer used information gleaned from a golf outing with t-mobile executive with the t-mobile executive to purchase securities before the company's planned acquisition of sprint if you don't think that every single politician for the united states government and and other places like definitely germany are not committing insider trading you are foolish This is a former representative who was golfing. You don't think everybody else and their golf buddies and their, you know, sex trafficking buddies that are flying to Epstein's Island, do you think think everyone else isn't doing it? Nancy Pelosi's definitely doing it. I hope the SEC can look into that. I don't want them to wait till she retires and gets out of office to start going after her for insider trading because she's probably going to die the year after she retires because she's like 164 years old. Nancy Pelosi and her husband have repeatedly been beating the market, which is not something that's impossible to do. If you beat the market a couple times, cool. You're you're an informed investor. I wouldn't say that I beat the market, but I've definitely beat some trends. I've definitely hopped on trends a little early, and I've done pretty pretty well for myself when it comes to investing. But Nancy Pelosi and her husband are repeatedly beating out Berkshire Hathaway. And if you don't know who Berkshire Hathaway is, they're considered one of the best holding companies in the entire world that is by the way warren buffett's company warren buffett is i believe the founder and the ceo of berkshire hathaway warren buffett i believe is the fifth or fourth richest person in the world so yeah we have former we have former uh congressmen getting caught with uh doing insider trading I wholeheartedly believe that every single member of Congress, uh, every single member of the United States government, when it comes to politics, every single United States politician is committing insider trading. Even the ones that I like, even the ones that I like are committing insider trading. It's weird that people will go as far as to make crazy to me. Okay, this is probably an unpopular opinion. I do not believe that George W. Bush did 9-11. I think that's a stretch. I hate it when people are like, oh, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, but you know what does? Damage steel beams, a fucking plane crashing into them. People seem to think that the, the steel beams fell purely from jet fuel burning. But anyways, it's funny how people can believe that the United States government flew planes into a major city for what? So they could start a war and they could get a bunch of oil in another in, a, in another country. So they could attack the wrong country and invade the wrong country so they can get oil. They'll believe that. But they don't believe that Nancy Pelosi is committing insider trading with her husband. Whatever. Believe what you want. Anyway, 
that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Unfortunately, I only had a couple things to talk about, but there weren't really other things that I, that I gave a shit about enough to talk about. Um, yeah. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Make sure you tune in. Follow me on TikTok at Independently Minded Pod, I believe is the name. Yeah, Independently Minded Pod on TikTok. I do previews of topics that I'm going to talk about on this episode, but obviously if you've gotten this far, you've already listened. And then I also do fun facts, but fun facts that are not useless, they're actually useful to know. So some things that I'm going to be doing right now, and I'm going to be, I've already have the script done and the video done, I just need to do the audio. Uh, one of the things I'm going to talk about is five ways to build credit, if you don't know how to build credit. I'm going to talk about the five most fuel-efficient cars, because, you know, that's a relevant thing, it's a good thing to know, especially for young people, which are overwhelmingly overwhelmingly make up the audience on tiktok people that are just getting into the car market so follow me on tiktok don't follow me on youtube because i don't post anything on there anymore youtube sucks and yeah thank you for tuning in please stay tuned and i'll catch you guys on the next episode and as always stay safe stay away from those crazies out there thank you Thank mm-hmm. you.